0: Welcome to episode number five of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And
1: I'm Angie.
0: We are married with a crap ton of kids.
1: So many kids. He has three. (laughs) I have three.
0: Six total. And our show is about our Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess life.
1: And our hope in doing this show is if you find yourself in the same situation, that it gives you a sense of community and to just know you're not alone. Hopefully, you have some laughs throughout this.
0: We don't always, we just share our experiences, right? right. We're not claiming to be experts. Some of what we do works really well for our family.
1: Sometimes
0: it it doesn't. doesn't always work really well, but we want you to know that you're not alone, and sometimes you help us feel like we are not alone as well. So welcome to episode number five. We've made it through Christmas, and then what? 2020.
1: Well, I think the title of this one is called Cardinals and COVID.
0: Cardinals and COVID, baby.
1: So you'll figure out later (laughs) throughout this podcast why it's called Cardinals and COVID.
0: But we didn't make it through Christmas. We
1: survived. We survived. Learned a lot.
0: We were at dinner last night with uh, Sherry and David, some of our couple friends. And he's been listening to our podcast. Now, they have a family that... uh, A normal family. You keep saying that. You're (laughs) going to get us in trouble. So he's like, we're not normal. But, you know, a traditional family. There you go. uh, But they have three kids that are all getting married. And so, like Dave and I were talking about last night, the Christmas episode, I said, you know, I said, you might actually be able to take some things from that in the fact that you're about to add three new people into your home and then eventually grandkids. And so the holidays are not going to look the same moving forward. He agreed.
1: That's a good point. I mean, adding... Adding in-laws is kind of like blending a family.
0: Yeah. So he definitely agreed that it's one of those episodes that for him, he could still, even though they've never been divorced, he could take things from that episode and apply it into the new dynamic they're about to enter. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's dive in. Where do you want to start? Maybe <laughs> we should just start with our love of travel.
0: We both love to travel. And I still remember our first night messaging each other that we talked about that we like to mm-hmm. travel. And so that was a connector for you and I. Our kids like to travel too.
1: Yes, for sure. I think our travel styles were a little bit different initially.
0: A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I don't
1: a diff- Like we both love to travel, but I think... For me, I I love going to just a lot of different cities, and I don't like to go to the same place twice. Um, for me, it's probably my time management. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many places to go and check out, so I feel like maybe it's not as efficient if you go the same place.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> feel like I go to so the. Weird. Well, no, I don't feel like I go to the same place over and over again. Similar
1: experience.
0: That's a great way to put Similar it.
1: Similar experience. So Eric's primarily done a lot of like the all-inclusive beach. We both love, love the beach.
0: Yes, but something you and I have not done together that I absolutely love is a short weekend getaway. And you and I haven't really done that together even in two plus years. Huh? Charleston. Yeah, no, I, we did that. That was like a four to five day. I'm talking about... A six-hour drive or less to from where we are in the middle of America to Chicago, Nashville, Memphis,
1: yeah, we Omaha, uh,
0: somewhere down in Arkansas, Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that. And I, when I was single, if I didn't have my kids, I made several weekend trips. Leave on Friday afternoon, back late Sunday night because I enjoy that quick getaway to someplace different. So that is one that we actually should start occasionally yeah, working into sure. our mix. We're
1: gonna need to.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! We'll talk about that too when it comes to travel. But um, well, and
1: I love the long weekend getaways too. Mm-hmm. Um, we just haven't done that locally. Yes, but like I, I love I love taking advantage of the time where we don't have our kids, but then they're not impacted on us being gone. So we just utilize that time when they're normally at their. Other family's house and we, then just do a long weekend getaway.
0: Yeah, we should really clarify. So we try very hard to not be gone when we have our kids. It's very rare that we take a six to seven day trip because that means we would miss out on some of the regular time with our kids. So when we travel, it tends to be um, if we were going to have five days without our kids. So like Wednesday to Sunday, we'll come back on a Monday during the day before they get out of school. That's how Angie and I try to plan our time away. In this blended uh, life that we have together. So, that is the plan um, and what we do most of the time. But we have, uh, we started traveling right away. And that-
1: I just, I love traveling for so many reasons. I think the biggest thing, reason why I love travel is just you get such a different perspective on different cultures, on different lifestyles, all of that. But then the cool thing is that we're, Actually, not that much different from anybody else. Yeah, everybody is chasing their own hopes and dreams. Just love a family. Just want the best for everybody. I mean, occasionally you you know run into a crazy, but for the most part, (laughs) most part everybody's the same. Do you you think different?
0: Maybe it's because you and I really didn't travel growing up
1: like oh, we yeah, were families sure. that
0: we didn't really we, we didn't, didn't go travel. anywhere. So
1: No, and so that's a reason why I love it. It just gives me a different perspective on on just all the different cities.
0: And we try to take our kids because we want them to experience what we didn't when we were younger. Um and so all those things. But uh, yeah, our, our, and then
1: it, you know, it gets you away from the daily grind and like take a deep breath. If we were at home, we would be, you know, laundry, check boxes and Getting away allows you to kind of have more focused time on, on each other because we do not get that when we're at home.
0: No. And you and I typically work a 60 to 70 hour work week. For well, uh, sure. We do. And then we add the six kids and all their events. And so you and I to get a little alone time is hard to come by. So to get away is where that can happen for us. So,
1: well, even, even to record our first two podcasts, we didn't do that at home. Yeah, we, we rented an Airbnb to get away an
0: hour away
1: so we could focus on recording the first podcast.
0: So true. It's <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah,
1: for sure. So travel was a big part of my job, too. And mm-hmm. definitely I, I traveled weekly almost, and usually just like a one or two night trip. And it was during the time I didn't have my kids or we kind of did a flex schedule. So that also, you know, prior to meeting Eric really impacted me from having a, you know, blended family in some aspects or very serious relationship because there was just not a lot of time, not a lot of time It's work and kids and travel. Um, so that was just, it. that's also why I put all the walls up initially with meeting Eric. i like, Hey, I don't, this is all I can do because of <laughs> the limited time, but be careful what you ask for. Right.
0: Cause so we had a lot of time in 2020. We
1: did. We did for sure. You know, so we we got through the, the girlfriend debacle, Christmas.
0: It was not a debacle. It was, like,
1: <laughs> it was for me. Okay. It worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> so, you know, in in our conversations of talking about travel, you always share like goals and so Eric ended up coming up in our conversation a bucket list item for him. So you can tell us about your
0: I... I am a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan. My parents took me to my first Cardinals game. They pulled me out of the first grade when I was six years old to go to see game six of the 1987 national league championship series. And Ozzie Smith backflipped onto the field. Fans stood and chanted all night long. The Cardinals won one to nothing to tie the series. They won the next game to go to the world series. I've been a Cardinals fan ever since. And I fell in love listening to longtime Cardinals announcer, Jack Buck put me to sleep on the radio. Um, after that, for years, and that's one of the reasons why I got into radio. So to go and see Cardinal Spring training was something I had never got to do and something I had always put on my bucket list is something that I wanted to do. Um, and that usually happens from mid-February through March.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm the opposite. Like I've been to a lot of sporting events, but it's mainly been through work. This is more of a social thing.
0: So it's he, the most frustrating thing because she
1: his eyes right now.
0: <laughs> she goes to all the great events in the best seats, and she could give two shits. She doesn't know yeah. what's happening no. or care. No, Meanwhile, no. I'm stuck at home, just <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah,
1: don't even know what the score is. Uh, so anyway, so he's talking about this, and I'm like, well, where is it normally?
0: It's and in Jupiter, Florida. In
1: Jupiter. And I'm like, well, when? He's like, actually, it's like around my birthday. I'm like, well, that's really weird. I'm also in Florida for a work event during that same time at Fort Lauderdale. Google it. Oh, gosh, like that's only an hour away. So it was kind of one of those things of like, why wow, this trip's kind of meant to be. What are the odds that I'm in Florida? It's a bucket list item for Eric, and it's his birthday. And you guys remember... Like, I'm a big birthday person, so I celebrate my whole month, and also I expect other people to do the same. So yeah. i kind of like, well, you know, here it's his first birthday that we're together, that we're celebrating together.
0: And I've had the three best birthdays of my life since I met Angie. I mean, I just have. <laughs> no doubt about it. You can't, hands down, best birthdays ever.
1: So I'm kind of like, the strip's meant to be, but you know what that means. It what? means that he would go. Oh, yeah. Work trip with
0: me. So another so, thing for her that she doesn't private, like,
1: you know, I keep the walls, the boundaries up between work and personal life. And have not brought someone along to a customer event where he would meet my coworkers. So
0: the great news about that is I thrive in those situations.
1: He he's more, he's more social in those events than, than what I am. So we did. I did another thing I didn't think I would do, and I invited him along to this work event. So I had the first couple of days focused on work, and then he ended up coming into Fort Lauderdale, spent a little bit of time with me initially, but then
0: yeah, she would work during the day. She got a, a convertible Mustang, and I love Mustangs. I had one when I was young. And I would drive to Jupiter to watch the Cardinals during the day while she worked. And then we'd meet up that night and go to dinner. And it was awesome. I loved it. Who wouldn't? It's a fantastic way to start a relationship. We're six months in and I'm, I'm living the dream I'm already checking off bucket list items.
1: Yeah, I would say if you haven't been to Fort Lauderdale, oh, my gosh, that was such a cool place. Yeah. We went to dinner one night at Maestro's. Actually, I had been there earlier in the week from a customer perspective. We took our customers there, and it was amazing. It's We did a canal cruise, and you just pulled right up to this restaurant on the water. Just amazing experience. They have this... The lemon drop martini. that <laughs> you don't even want to drink it, it's so pretty. <laughs> they brought it out with dry ice and it's...
0: You know what we should talk that about. Steaming
1: whenever it it's
0: is, a, yeah. I guess. Steaming. I mean, I it looks that, like from it. Dry
1: eyes perspective.
0: This was our second trip. We took a quick little trip to Mexico before Christmas that first year, uh, like a four day trip. And Angie told me before we went traveling that she brings the rain. Oh. This was her deal. She's okay. like, because we, we both talked about travel a lot. And I said, well, I go and I bring sunshine, and it's, I come back tan, tan, tan. She's like, I do not. It rains every day that I'm gone. And anyone
1: that has been on a trip with me. We'll validate that, like, tsunami rains come in. We did a subdivision trip where we went to Florida. Like, literally, torrential downpour the entire time. Our our uh, taxi ride back was like, I've been here eight years. I've never seen this much rain. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because I'm here.
0: I kept telling her it's <laughs> not going to be that way. And so our first trip to Mexico right before Christmas, day one, it starts raining. And that next day, she's like, this is what it does. I told you I'm right. And I'm like, this is going to clear out. And I willed that rain out. and God worked with me. And by the middle of our first day there, it went away and the sun came out when it wasn't supposed to. And we've maybe had in about probably, I don't know, I'm guesstimating 10 to 15 vacations over the last three years, two to three rain days. In Maybe. the whole thing. He
1: literally does bring the sunshine. I will 100% hands down give you the kudos for that.
0: I mean, when I'm going somewhere, <laughs> we're getting the sunshine. We're getting the tan. We're having a good time. So we're in Fort Lauderdale. We're doing that, having a great time. I get to cross off a bucket list item and Angie always talks all the time about, um, you know, doing things with our kids. Right. And and we have worked really hard so that our kids feel really welcome in our home. Yeah, I know where <laughs> we can laugh tonight because they are always, always here. And um and And we love you guys. We do love it. We love it. That's what that was our goal. Make a home so welcoming and inviting that they want to be there even when they're supposed to be at their other parents. And they are. They just keep showing up. And so with that being said, you know, Angie is always wanted to take like all three girls on a trip with her and want me to do things with all three boys. And so for me, that would look like taking the boys to spring training. And so to be able to do this, I, no one had ever done that for me. It, it had just never happened where again, the best three birthdays of my life are since I met you. Um, Angie goes above and beyond. And, and I feel like we both try to do that for each other. And yeah, I, I, I know what to too. expect. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to like hit it out of the, out of the park. And so, great birthday where I'm doing all the bucket list items, meeting Cardinals players, getting autographs, seeing all this stuff on the backfields. But now I want to take our, our boys back and do it as a, as a boys trip. You know, you always want to do different trips with the girls. And that's kind of a new bucket list item for me is take the boys, um, late February, early March to spring training and do that. Thanks to what you were able to provide that week.
1: Yeah, I think I think the thing that matters most to people is the thoughtfulness, like putting thought into it.
0: It's not the gifts, right? It's it's not. You
1: listen and you understand what's valuable to them and putting thought into. Yeah, it's not the gifts, but just the thoughtfulness around. And I do love that. I love surprising people. I love meaningful gifts.
0: Angie's a great gift giver. My
1: mom was like that too. My mom loved to surprise. She loves
0: surprises. Yeah, you're great at it. You really are, and the kids know that too. So, you know, that's one of those things where, uh, as we've traveled more and more over the years, and and you know, we moved past that vacation, and we travel with our kids. Our kids would tell you that we've had several vacations mm-hmm. in the last two and a half years that are their favorite vacations they've ever been on. Yeah, um, and I do think you you make a lot of that happen. Oh my gosh, it's
1: it's cost a small fortune. Yeah, but. but I am just a huge believer in experiences. That's what shaped people's experiences. You've
0: said that ever since we met.
1: Speaking of experiences, remember when we were laying by the pool Mm -hmm. in the hotel? So here's another difference between Eric and I.
0: We have some differences. We get along well, but I think one of the reasons it works, we we have a lot of very good similarities and then a lot of very good differences.
1: Yeah. He's like a newsman.
0: I'm in the radio, honey. Mm -hmm. I'm on the radio.
1: Weatherman, newsman. Yeah. And so, with the news, though, I just personally would rather live in ignorant bliss in some aspect. I'll read some headlines. Like, I'm pseudo-aware of everything going on, but I just don't don't dive into the details. I don't want to know. I'd rather just pretend that everything's amazing in the world. So, we're hanging out by the pool. Eric's... In
0: Fort Lauderdale. It's like the day before we leave, February 23rd-ish, something Mm -hmm. like that.
1: Yeah. So, Eric's just skimming on Twitter, updating the news. And he's like, well, hey, honey, did you you hear about this virus?
0: Yeah. So I'm on Twitter and I, I click on this CNN article and it's talking about this Wuhan virus. And I'm not trying to be political and calling it that. I think this is when that I... That was the actual article. That was the article. It was a CNN article talking about this Wuhan virus. And being in news for 26 years now... Uh, I will say that to be bluntly honest and being a radio person for that long, COVID in 2020 is when I stopped believing the news because I started seeing people just manipulate and lie about things. Just like the, I was reading a CNN article that called it the Wuhan virus. And then two months later we were, you know, don't ever call it that. We never said that. That was the first article I read. Right.
1: It's so weird how, like, I remember exactly where we were sitting but neither one of us knew the relevance of no. that moment. That, that was actually going to be our last flight.
0: For a long, a long time.
1: Long time. Mm-hmm. For a long time. But, you know, it re- it reminds me of, so I kind of hop around on podcasts, you know, doing your own podcasts, you, you know.
0: Start listening to other start ones. Start
1: listening to other ones. And so I was listening to Family Life Blended podcasts and they had a guest on there talking about blended families and she told this story that was so relevant to me of just life in general.
0: you and I are both living it now and since are. you told me that story I, I love I this story about
1: it. So it's like it's this fable and it's about this village man that had a horse and the horse ran off and so all the villagers gathered and they were like oh so that's such bad news. I can't believe you're, you're without a horse. And the villager just shrugged his shoulders and was like, well, you know, it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? So a week or two passed by and here the horse came back and had 10 other horses with him. And so all the villagers gathered again. and They're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. You now have 11 horses. This is such great news. And the, the man said, well, it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? So his son, who's like, you know, his one and only son, prized son, it's amazing, he starts training and trying to break these horses, and he got knocked off of a horse and broke his leg. So all the villagers gathered around again, went, oh my gosh, this is terrible, your only son's injured. And the villager was like, well, could be good, could be bad, who knows? And then a week or two later, a war broke out, and The all the like young men had to go to war, except for his son because he had a broken leg. Could be good, could be bad. Who knows? And that just resonates. Actually, I mean, even with this COVID, reading the news, like who knew what was ahead of us? Could Could
0: be be good. good, Could could be be bad. bad.
1: And for us, you know, it was good. There, I mean, COVID. I don't want to say the whole COVID pandemic was. Good.
0: Because our daughter, Hallie, missed graduation. I mean, she got to graduate, but she missed the last two and a half months of her high school career. I mean, yeah,
1: everyone. And I still think like we won't we don't know the full effects of the impact as we're coming out of it now. Mm -hmm. But at the time for us, I mean, it was it was tough for everybody. But the silver lining in it is that it actually forced us to blend.
0: It did. That's why. Because you you couldn't travel. And obviously, we both uh, were home from work for about a six-week period. You you were home for a long time. My work was a locally-owned small business company, so we went back to work after about six weeks. But it, it forced our families together. I do always laugh and say we were lucky because when Angie and I first started dating, we lived about 35 minutes apart. I was in Columbia, Missouri. She was in Wardsville, Missouri, outside of Jefferson City, the state capital. And so we could spend a, a day at one home, and then everybody... Pile into two cars and go to another home for the next day. So you know when kids were getting bored, it was like, "Well, we'll go to the other home and we'll do other things." And so that was really good. Um, and then everybody had to be together. And and even this past week, you know, this is this we're at the end of March, so we're at a two-year anniversary of when everyone was locked down. And you know, we've had Lexi. I know was sending snaps of summer doing TikToks uh, two years, ago. Two years yeah. ago in your old house, and it was I well, mean stuff just, like that.
1: We just wouldn't have blended as quick.
0: It would have taken longer. We wouldn't have gotten married as fast as we did. Because
1: I would have been traveling and we would have been hit and miss on the times that we could spend together. And so here we were two months later after reading that article, fast track. It's like everyone's at home.
0: And I say to people all the time when they're like, "Oh, you got married fast." Well, we didn't get engaged till we'd been together a year. When you're together I through think COVID, you
1: were together like four years with the COVID. I would say when you're together through COVID, <laughs>
0: it was a lot longer than six months to eight months at that point in time because that's how COVID was. It just you were together all day, every day, and it was a lot well, longer. And
1: you had to get creative how you spent time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you could go do things. Yeah, right? you
0: couldn't just go anywhere. I remember the first time you and I got to go to dinner, we were picking a county. That was a county away because they opened up before the counties we lived in. Right. So we were like, oh, crap, let's go there and have dinner. And it yeah. wasn't, you know, if if, if COVID was something that really bothered you, it was outdoors. We were way, I mean, it was an outdoor venue. Everybody was 12 feet apart. I think at that point they had separated tables. I mean, it was one of those where we we just needed to get out of the house and, and we did that. And it was awesome. And
1: it, I mean, it was great. It was great for us to fast track the blending. But I mean it wasn't unicorns and rainbows either. No, I the mean,
0: kids would fight and that's I what had I had
1: a at the time had a slab home. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was four bedroom, but no one had their own space. And so, you know, there's there was fights. There was like, that's my stuff. I don't want to share with you.
0: I had a five bedroom and two level. Yeah, we did a lot of back and forth Lots and, of back and and forth. I remember a couple of times where we were like, Hey, we, we need to Make sure that everybody's apart for a day. And so I would take my kids home for a day. You'd take yours. Yeah, (laughs) I remember doing that too. For sure. But it was really good and it blended everybody. And and overall, for our family, that's what brought us together faster. So COVID for us was a good thing. And um, I, I say all the time, one, I'm glad that we're getting back to normal. Yes. But I'm also grateful for that time.
1: Well... And back to normal means all kinds of events. And my no. travels starting to pick up a little bit. And so we're, happy, we're, we, we're having to figure out how to be really intentional around what we go to, what we don't go to. Because
0: all the kids are in something.
1: Yes.
0: And I would say, I mean, we are. You're right. I mean, we're we are trying to figure out how to do it now because your travel... Is something we don't know how to do very well. No. Like we've talked to recently about that, that we're that struggling occurs. a little bit about that right now. And you
1: we would have already had to figure this out. That's right. So it's like you still have to figure it out, it's just when in the time frame, right? So yeah. that's our challenge right now. That's probably a whole nother podcast is the challenges of how do you stay connected when there's so much going on? We're in the COVID world. I mean, we had plenty of time
0: to talk. It, kids couldn't play sports. <laughs> so it was you like.
1: not
0: know what event I'm going to next Yeah. <laughs> it was like the kids couldn't play sports. So the sports they played was me in the yard or at a field with them um, out on our own. And now they're all in something. We joked. Um, where did we go last? You and I, I guess uh, we went to uh, Cap Cannon, Dominican Republic for my birthday at the end of February. And we joked like this is it. We don't have any real time. Again, until Father's Day, because all the kids are in some. Now we're going to take a quick little trip for anniversary in April when we have like a five day period without the kids. Which
1: is an extension of my work event.
0: It's again, it's a work (laughs) event that we're extending for you. But, but yeah, Yeah. other than that, it's like three and a half months of just kid events. I was joking at work today before I left is that, as I, I mentioned earlier in this podcast, we set a goal when we built our home together to get married that we wanted it to be a home that the kids want it to be at, right? Because we're in a blended family and not that the other kids... It's a
1: safe... You want a safe space for them where they feel like they can come without any of the... I don't know. What am I What am
0: I? Yeah, because to? we're not saying
1: it's they, they're... a place that they can just... They know they're welcome. They can come hang out. They can come and go. It's a place for them to have friends over. Yeah. Which also can be chaotic. But like, I want that home. I want them to be here. I want them to know that they can... It's a place that they can chill and
0: yeah they all have other great parents we're not saying that at all no, we like, we just wanted to build a home that felt very safe that they would always want to be at right and so we've accomplished it <laughs> we've achieved because the three older ones can all drive and they're here all the time and we, and love we do love it but we if,
1: love it but like this is a new thing for us completely to figure out how do we how do we stay connected when there's so many sports? We love watching the sports. We love doing all the things, but then it's like a prioritization exercise and it's, we're not, we haven't figured
0: that out yet. You no, know, and you know what else? I mean, I do feel bad and selfish sometimes because my coworkers will let me know is that, you know, you and I were divorced long enough over the years that you get used to a night or two by yourself.
1: Right. Because people have,
0: and then, like my coworkers that are like, "Hey, we're in a we're in a traditional family." They're like, "We don't ever get a break." That's how it works. I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, you're right." I'm so sorry. Then I feel like a total jerk.
1: Yeah, you should. I'm
0: like, ah, oh, that's on you me, should. guys. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, a lot
1: of you know people have figured it out.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that our yeah, kids are like, time. "Hey, we would have been fine if you just like." We had a traditional family, yes. you know, we're like, yes. oh, our bad.
1: We're spoiled. I think
0: that's what it is. We get, well, yeah, and I like you. I like <laughs> spending time with you. I do.
1: I think, though, just to wrap to wrap it up in some aspects, when I when I reflect and just think about the COVID and just thinking about what all we went through and how our, our family came together is that, you know, when something is happening to you, it might actually be happening for you. And you know
0: Could be good. It could be could be, be good. bad.
1: It could be bad. And and it's just always a reminder to trust the process because even though that was so painful, there's so many aspects of COVID that was so painful. But like looking back, there was there was a lot of of um prioritization and just focusing on the family aspect of it
0: that our family grew our kids Mm -hmm. grew we grew i i wouldn't trade it i mean i know there was a lot of lost life i'm not discounting any of that but i wouldn't trade our situation um, at all because it brought everybody in our home closer together and allowed us to build a build a home to get married, to bring the crew together. It was, yeah, for us, it, it was a overall positive thing. Yeah. And it started on that work trip to Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. checking off my bucket list and item. The Cardinals, Cardinals, the Cardinals and, COVID. and COVID. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think the other aspect that we're learning now is just how do you find that balance now that everything's picked back up and that everything's crazy busy that you have to make sure you find time for each other to just stay connected that's going to be
0: the key. I'm not I'm not I'm not opposed to that.
1: I oh, know, we're still
0: figuring it out. <laughs> you can stay connected to me anytime, honey. <laughs> right. All right.
1: Balance. That's my word for 2022.
0: <laughs> yeah, balance. Where is the balance? Because if it was up to Eric, oh my god, we
1: would be together by ourselves 24/7.
0: That is not true. <laughs> I do No. I love doing things with the kids. That is not true. That is, that is a difference between Angie and I is that we exaggerate each other one way we or the do. other. Yeah, so she's sure. saying I would like that when really I'm saying I just want a fair balance. <laughs> and she's trying to figure the balance out. So Yeah. yeah. That's a whole
1: other podcast. When, when, we we get get it it, when we get it figured out, then we'll, we'll let you guys know. That's when it ends. Yeah. That's the
0: last Blended the last, Blast. Oh, it was a mess.
1: The last episode.
0: We figured it out.
1: Finally. We reached
0: the end of Google. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. Done.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: We appreciate (laughs) it very much. We look forward to talking to you guys next Sunday. Thanks so much.